On the last two episodes of the Pop Culture Retrospective podcast, you heard my personal account about working at Walt Disney World in 2001 when I participated in the Walt Disney World College program. It was truly a life-changing experience, and I can't think of a better way to have started my adulthood, doing something I was passionate about and had wanted to do for so long. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback on those episodes, including a, a really sweet message I received on Instagram. A listener named Bruise and Boards said, I just completed the second part of your time working at Walt Disney World, and I must say, it was brilliant. You did an amazing job capturing your time as an employee and time spent with friends. Thank you for sharing your journey. That comment meant a lot to me. This is a small indie show dedicated to the memory of my sister, and to know that there are people out there listening who maybe had a good laugh on their way to work, or who learn something, or who find comfort in what is discussed is truly invaluable. And I think I've said this before, but in times when we see so much negativity on the internet, I greatly appreciate people taking the time to do something positive with platforms like Instagram or Twitter. That's something I would encourage everyone to do more of, and I try to do that as well. I myself follow a lot of photographers on Instagram and watch a lot of Disney and photography videos on YouTube, and I try to make an effort to leave positive comments so people know I appreciate their work. If I don't like something, I just don't watch it or don't follow that person anymore. Simple as that. But anyways, let's get into this week's show. Today we'll be discussing 31 things you may not have known about Walt Disney World. This will be my final installment of my three-part series about the happiest place on Earth. I'm sure there'll be future episodes on Walt Disney World, but there are just so many more topics to explore. So with that said, grab some bottled water, some sunscreen, and your favorite Mickey shirt. Here we go. Hello, and thank you so very much for tuning into the Pop Culture Retrospective Podcast, a show inspired by and in memory of my big sister Rebecca and her love for all things pop culture, especially the people, places, and things of the 1980s, 1990s, and early 2000s. My name is Amy Lewis, and I'm your captain aboard this pop culture time machine. You are tuning into episode number 42, Walt Disney World's 50th Anniversary, Part 3, 31 Things You May Not Have Known About Walt Disney World. What follows is a list, in no particular order, covering various aspects of Walt Disney World. We'll jump around between all the parks and other locations and activities around the property. The information is all taken from books I have in my pretty extensive Walt Disney World book collection, including Since the World Began by Jeff Curdy, Disney, The First 100 Years by Dave Smith and Steve Clark, The Ultimate Disney Trivia Book, Volume 3 by Kevin Neary and Dave Smith, and The Hidden Magic of Walt Disney World by Susan Vaness. I think most of these books are probably out of print at this point, but each are great sources of information about my favorite place in the world. So let's get started with our list of 31 fascinating facts. Number one, in June of 1965, the Orlando Evening Star wrote a story describing the end of phase one for a mystery project. Just over 27,000 acres were purchased for about $5 million. 
In later months, it would be disclosed that Disney had purchased the property. Number two, you may remember this if you listened to either one of the past two episodes of the podcast, but beneath the Magic Kingdom, there is a system of interconnected tunnels called the Utilidor, a combination of the words utility and corridor. It contains a multitude of departments that helps the Magic Kingdom run on a daily basis. Cast member locker rooms, costuming, and wigs can all be found here, as well as the cafeteria. One of them is called the Mousecateria. I'm not making that up. Maintenance and many others. Technically speaking, the Utilidor is on the first floor, and the Magic Kingdom Park is on the second floor. Number three. Walt Disney really wanted to distinguish Walt Disney World from Disneyland by creating a more closed-off version, since Disneyland was surrounded by kitschy, tacky, loud, and busy tourist areas, and tons of neon-lit hotels and businesses. He wanted Walt Disney World to feel isolated, and didn't want the outside world visible like it was at Disneyland. Number four. Walt Disney World property is about the size of San Francisco, and it's about twice the size of Manhattan. Number five, at one time, Walt Disney World had the world's largest working costuming department, which might still be the case today. As I mentioned in the previous two episodes, during my time at Walt Disney World, I worked at the Magic Kingdom Park, and we had to check out costumes each day when we had a shift. We would go to the costuming window, tell them our size, and they would come back with a costume. The costuming cast member would then scan our ID tag and the costume, and then we could head to the locker room to put it on. They kept track of who had costumes to ensure nothing went missing. My roommates and friends who worked at other parks and resorts did not have to check out their costumes. I was always so jealous of them. Yet again, in hindsight, I'm not sure I would have wanted to get in my car wearing that costume and then return home to my apartment and have to walk back upstairs with that on and look like an idiot. I don't know. Hard to say. Anyways. Number six. The centerpiece of Epcot is Spaceship Earth, a geodesic dome. There is 2 million feet of interior space, and the diameter of the structure is 164 feet. Further, it took 26 months to construct it. The dome is held up by six legs, each are about 18 feet long. If I am remembering correctly, in an episode of Walt Disney World Inside Out, which aired on the Disney Channel in the 1990s, it was a show I was a huge fan of and recorded on VHS, they shared an interesting fact about Spaceship Earth. They said that in order for someone to actually use Spaceship Earth as a golf ball, kind of kind of looks like one, they would need to be about 1.2 miles tall. I sent the television program some fan mail, and I got back a signed autograph picture of all three of the hosts. I'm sure you're jealous. I think I have that in a box somewhere. Anyways, number seven. Some of the original Future World attractions at Epcot, which all opened within the first five years or so of the park, included The Land, Journey into Imagination, University of Energy, Horizons, which was my personal favorite, World of Motion, Communicore, and The Living Seas. Number eight. The Contemporary Resort utilized a unique method of construction to build it. It started with the construction of an A-frame built with steel and followed with individual guest rooms being manufactured off-site. The rooms were then slid into the A-frame when they were completed, sort of like a chest of drawers. Further, the monorail runs right through the resort. Even if you've been to Walt Disney World a million times, it really never fails to impress. Number nine. 
6,200 employees or cast members were needed to operate the parks, resorts, and other amenities when Walt Disney World opened in 1971. Roughly 1,800 people walked into the employment office each month prior to its opening. Further, 8,000 applications arrived by mail each month. Number 10. Walt Disney World was the largest privately funded construction project in the world at the time that it opened. More than 9,000 people aided in its construction. Number 11. Walt Disney World and subsequently the Magic Kingdom were dedicated on October 25, 1971, by Roy O. Disney, who had come out of retirement to see his brother's dream become a reality. In case you weren't aware, Walt Disney passed away in 1966, five years before Walt Disney World opened. Roy Disney said during his dedication speech, quote, Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and life of Walter Elias Disney and to the talents, the dedication, and the loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place, a magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. End quote. Number 12. Walt Disney World property did not have any telephone lines. In case you didn't know, all that was there before was pretty much farmland and orange groves. So Walt Disney World Productions collaborated with the Florida Telephone Company to create a progressive, future-thinking, and state-of-the-art telephone system before it opened. This new system became the first all-electronic phone system that used underground wiring and fiber optics. Number 13. Cinderella Castle is 189 feet high, tall enough to be seen from outside the park. It is more than 100 feet taller than its Disneyland counterpart, Sleeping Beauty Castle. Number 14. From 1973 to 1983, you could ride a swan boat in the waterways surrounding Cinderella Castle. They were called the Plaza Swan Boats. Number 15. Norway is the most recent addition to the World Showcase in Epcot, and it opened in... 1988. Number 16. At one point in time, there were three water parks at Walt Disney World, Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon, and River Country. Most people are familiar with Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, but River Country was the original water park at Walt Disney World. It was often referred to as an old-fashioned swimming hole in both print and video marketing materials. In 2001, it closed for refurbishment, and year after year, it just didn't reopen. Finally, in 2005, it was officially announced that it was not going to ever reopen. Lack of attendance has been cited as its reason for closing. Number 17. From 1971 to 1974, visitors to Walt Disney World could take a boat to Blackbeard Island on Walt Disney World property, an isolated recreation area located on Bay Lake. The area had been purchased by the Walt Disney World Company in 1965. Previously, it was a hunting retreat. During flyovers of the Walt Disney World property, Walt Disney became quite intrigued by this parcel of land, and he wanted it to be developed quickly. In 1974, it was renamed Treasure Island and was themed around a pirate's hideaway. In 1976, it was reopened as Discovery Island. It featured exotic birds and plants, later adding tortoises and alligators. The island was committed to the preservation of wildlife and plant life. In April of 1999, the island closed, perhaps due to the high-maintenance costs and competition from Animal Kingdom, which opened in 1998 and also focuses on conservation. Further, a lot of the island's buildings had been damaged due to hurricanes in central Florida. There are a few YouTube videos you can find which show you the rough shape that the island is in. Number 18. 
The inside of Cinderella Castle is covered in 10 foot by 15 foot panels of mosaic tile depicting the story of Cinderella. Number 19. The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in Disney's Hollywood studio stands at an impressive 199 feet tall. If it were any taller, it would have needed a flashing red light at the top. Number 20. In 1989, both the MGM Studios, now Hollywood Studios, as well as Pleasure Island, which was a nighttime dancing and drinking entertainment area, opened. Pleasure Island closed in 2008 and transitioned into an area now known as Disney Springs. 21. Each month, about 30,000 pounds of unserved food from Walt Disney World is donated to local food banks. Number 22. Construction for Epcot started in 1979. Originally, the budget was set for roughly $600 million, but eventually that ballooned to somewhere between $800 million to $1.2 billion. More than 10,000 construction workers helped bring this unique theme park to life. 23. MGM Studios, again, now known as Hollywood Studios, opened in May of 1989 and was an immediate success. The park hours were extended and plans for an expansion were quickly put into action. 24. At one point, visitors to MGM Studios could be filmed while recreating scenes from classic TV shows like I Love Lucy, Home Improvement, and Cheers. 25. The Tree of Life, the icon of the Animal Kingdom theme park, has 325 animals carved into it. Artists had about 6 to 10 hours to finish each one as the plaster became too hard to sculpt after a certain period of time. 26. The Animal Kingdom Park does not sell balloons or provide lids so as to keep its animal occupants safe. 27. Rock and Roller Coaster begins at an incredibly fast speed, going from 0 to 60 miles per hour in 2.8 seconds, and at nearly 5 Gs, it's basically comparable to a space shuttle launch. Yikes. I guess there's a reason why I've only been on that once. A long time ago. 28. There are 13 lanterns hanging from the Liberty Tree in Liberty Square at the Magic Kingdom. Each one represents one of the 13 original colonies. Number 29. Cinderella Castle is known simply as that. Not Cinderella's Castle, a.k.a. no possessive. So, it's simply Cinderella Castle. Number 30. There are hidden Mickeys all over the Walt Disney World parks and resorts. For example, the three iconic circles are created by dishes in the dining and dancing scene in the Haunted Mansion. Look for it the next time you're there. There are also the three infamous circles present in the mural at the beginning of the Living with the Land boat ride attraction. Number 31. Many of the benches at Disney's Animal Kingdom are made out of recycled milk jugs. This list could go on and on, but I hope you learned something new about Walt Disney World as we wrap up our three-part series. I hope you've enjoyed learning more about Walt Disney World. I know I had a lot of fun putting together this list. I have been collecting books about Walt Disney World since I was in middle school, so it was a lot of fun to literally dust some of those off, they're very dusty, and find some interesting information to share on the show. I hope you'll join me for my next show where we will be discussing the 1980s toy collection that spawned several incarnations of a television show and several movies, My Little Pony. Until then, be kind, be safe, and hold on to your memories.